0: Hello everybody, today we're going to be starting off a little differently than we normally do, but before we go deep into today's episode, I would love to ask you a question. Now before you rise or rush to answer this question, I love that you sit down and actually analyse for yourself. Don't jump to conclusions just sit down and listen now the question is who is jesus like who is he really now if you probably grew up in the faith you might be oh that's easy oh jesus is the son of god jesus is the word that was made and just rattle scriptures at me but there's a deeper meaning that we must all know and have about jesus and it's interesting to actually sit down and think about it. Who is Jesus? Not just because of what you've heard, or not just because of what you've seen other people say. Who is Jesus as a concept, as an individual, as a member of the Trinity? Of all the things that he, he was known as, what shines out as the real identity of the Son of God. Now, before we go any deeper, I want to give you the chance to continue with your contemplations and your, your logical reasoning. What's not? Whilst I welcome you onto today's episode on the Zoe Life podcast, also known as the Life of the Kingdom, the Zoe Life podcast. And I am your host, Tiffany Zoe. And for all of you that are new here, God bless you for joining in. It is a lovely family. And for those of you that are old and are still listening, you all are the best, honestly. Very, very good. Now, back to our question, who is Jesus? Now, the reason why this came to me, I realized that Growing up in the faith, like, I automatically, understood, they said, worship Jesus. And even the most interesting one, like, don't say Jesus' name in vain, or don't say God's name in vain. Actually, God's name in vain, but it was adapted to, don't say Jesus' name in vain as well, because Jesus was believed to be the Son of God, or is believed to be the Son of God. So don't mention his name in vain and it makes you think and wonder what had jesus done so much or what had he lived or what legacy had he left or even as he lived what had he done they gave him in quotes this is very crazy but what gave him that right to be able to say the things that he said when he came on this earth because One thing that makes you understand and know that Jesus was a man of many, many sides is the question that Jesus asked his disciples. Now let's go there and go and read it. So let's open our Bibles. I would hope that you have your Bible, that you're open as well. And let's open our Bibles to the book of Matthew, chapter 16. Let me read from verse 13 downwards. This should be... The King James Version, but if of course, if you have another version that you're reading, just as long as you follow. Now it says, When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? You know, I never read it that way because over here is actually giving an introduction first he's like you know it's like in school when you you're like an, in an exam they'll be like okay on the basis of so so so, so then it will give you a period because it's maybe a b answer the following you know and so he's like people who are you who do you think i am but he's not just saying who do you think i am who do you think and then he gives the premise i the son of man am so the question is why is he why did he need to put the son of man there we'll come back to that later so verse 14 says and they said some say that thou art john the baptist some Elias, and others jeremiah's or one of the prophets verse 15 he said unto them but whom say ye that i am And so it is very interesting here because he's now like he's asking them a question and that the disciples are trying to be like slick about it. And so instead of answering from from their perspective, he's they go ahead and say, Oh, these people said these people said And yes he did ask who do men say, but I mean they're men too, aren't they? And so he asked them, Who do you think I am? And why do you think he's doing this he's doing this because he wants to give gets the understanding of what the people outside and the people inside that are closer to him who did he actually think he is So, i'm going to read about again verse 14 he said unto them but whom say ye that i am Verse 16, And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Verse 17, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. You know, and this is amazing but let's continue reading and i also say to thee that thou art peter and upon this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it amen to that <laughs> verse 19 and i'll give unto you the keys of the kingdom and whatsoever thou shalt bind on the earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt loose on the earth shall be loosed in heaven verse 20 then he charged his disciples that they should tell no man that he was jesus the christ what a very very interesting chapter so let's quickly go let's run through this chapter now quickly so like we said jesus starts off and he's like you know how he's always asking his disciples questions and he's always like confusing his disciples and then just bringing them back to like understand stuff he comes in and he says okay guys i like to be very like I like to picture it, he's got them around him, and he's like, guys, guys, who are people who say that I am, and then they all start to mention, in some other places, like, in other versions of the Bible, it says, oh, some say you are a rabbi, some say that you are prophets, you know, like, they're just mentioning, at this point, they're really just mentioning, and he's like, okay, okay, okay. And then he says okay you guys that are close to me when you look at me after all the time we've spent together who do you think i am and then immediately the scripture says what simon is saying you are the son of god christ and that's so crazy and jesus immediately impressed like oh my good students <laughs> but like all jokes aside jesus is actually impressed why because Now, if you realize and have actually been following the ministry of Jesus, every single thing that he did on this earth was to prove the very point of who he was, where he was coming from, and what he had to do. And so, even his conception, his birth, all the way down to his growth, to the start of his ministry, Jesus had demonstrated setting capacities that didn't seem like that of the normal man but actually were of the origins of a normal man what does this mean in as much as jesus we've come to understand jesus as the son of god and the one who was born from god it is so important for us to understand that the fact that he came in the body of a man meant that he was as like man in menorisms could be or had the capacity to be as like man in menorisms as the the regular person and that is why when he asks this question he introduces it with the son of man first he's painting a picture in your mind that yes regardless of everything i was born that son of man means I was from a particular lineage and this is exactly the details that Matthew, Luke and Mark but Matthew details so much connecting Jesus to all the genealogies all the way down because he wants to paint the picture that yes Jesus was born of a man and of spirit but of a man and so in our first ever like understanding who Jesus is Let's not forget that yes, he is a part of the Trinity, the one that was sent to come and die. But he was in the form of a man to do this. Now, this Jesus man, this is something that I'm saying is very good. It might be very controversial, but it's the truth. Jesus did not exist as Jesus in heaven. He existed as the word of God. How do I know this? John 1-1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That was what he existed as in the beginning. And so it was when he came onto the earth that he came and picked up the form of man and of a particular type of man now his name jesus was a name that was given to him by his parents (laughs) it sounds very weird but it's true why now if you understand hebrew the word jesus as translated from the hebrew is yeshua which is actually joshua very interestingly but it's yeshua and the definition of yeshua which we need to all, we can all read Yeah. or for those of you that have been able to go in and find Bible Hub, like I ask us all to do, at this point you be ahead. Now as I was saying, Jesus' name in Hebrew, originally, originally, before he even becomes Yeshua, is Yesus, okay? Yeshus, and with um, the, the Jewish people, where there is a J, it's pronounced like a Y. That's why we have Yeshua, instead of You know, which is like is interesting. The Hebrew language is very interesting, and the Bible Hub describes or defines Yeshus as Jesus or Joshua, the name of the Messiah. Now. If you go deeper into Help's Word Studies, for those of you that are confused, this is where, if I had a YouTube channel, I'd probably insert this equation. But sorry for you guys, these resources are from Bible Hub. And so it says, Jesus, the transliteration of the Hebrew term Yeshua. Exactly. So they just literally made, like, they changed. When you speak about transliteration, it speaks about, like, using another language the terms of the word the letters in another language so if you are translating from hebrew to english i'm going to use english letters to spell out the hebrew word okay so yeshua and it literally translates to yahweh saves or yahweh is salvation and At this point, it may seem like I was veered off my point, but I wasn't. It was a long rabbit hole, but we're back on track, guys. And I said, Mary, actually, or like Jesus' parents, named Jesus. They gave him the name they did, why? Because they knew who he was. Mary is aware that, okay, she had this immaculate conception where some part of her was overtaken. she She had she became pregnant with what was God's son that knowing what he was supposed to come and do what he has been foretold to do you look at this man or this baby here to the Lord and says Yahweh saves now if you understand Israelites and the reason why I am so sure that this is a name that came to him this was given to him is because of this Jesus like, or Jesus' parents, like any other Israelites, named their kids or were always naming their kids according to what they had been through which is like an experience or what was predominantly happening in the time or how they felt and so you'd have someone named Rachel when she was giving birth to Benjamin, or to yes, to Benjamin actually, and into even to Joseph, named him a name that was so noted and died. Then Jacob picks the child up and changes the child's name because that name was because was named or was given to the child. Because of the pain that was felt, so it's a thing where Israelites, by virtue of what they've known and understood or experienced, name their kids. And so when Mary calls Jesus Yeshua or Joshua, if you want to make it like very technical, it's mainly because she knows what he's come to do on this earth. But the question is, were there not other people that were called Yeshua? They probably could have been. And so it was not just even about the name it was about who was carrying that name who was coming the name jesus and why later was this christ added to it it's because the more people walked with jesus the more they realized that yes he did come to save but he was that messiah that was first, first told about he was that one that was pre-incarnate. He was there before he even existed. But now he is in the form of a man. And so going back to Matthew 16, we understand why what Peter said is so important because it's so easy to see Jesus as one of the Joshuas. <laughs> in God we have some people called Joshua and shout out to Joshua and Paul. You have so many people, and Buddha as well, so many people called Joshua, and so it it would be easy to just see Jesus as one of the Joshuas. And honestly, if you think about it, in that time, sometimes because we have had time to put together the evidence and we've had time to like like reason through things, we forget how it felt like for the, the disciples, Following a man who is about 30, 32, maybe 33, and is saying under no authority, first of he's not rich. He is not having family influence. He, in fact, he was born in a manger, and that is degrading. Imagine you, like, if you're gonna have a kids, say you're gonna have kids. There's no way that you want to give birth in any place apart from office unless you want to maybe give birth at home or circumstances don't allow you to do that. But in your right mind, giving birth in a place where animals sleep. Right now, we've romanticized the thing and made it look like, oh, he was born in a manger. He was, like, we made it look nice. But it wasn't. It really wasn't. And then on top of that you are just like a carpenter's son like carpenter that's th- it wasn't a place of influence and so you could easily look at jesus and say what makes you be who you say you are or who it is looking like you are saying you are because there were lots of instances where jesus would come about and say elusively that oh i am who." I am that son of God, or I am this person. Very elusively, not not straightforward, because you know that Jesus used to speak in parables and whatnot. But it's because he just didn't want to come out and say, "This is who I am." It was the actions that he wanted to prove. And so, when the demons would come to him, and they'd be like, "Oh, son of man, or son of God, what do you want with me?" and he'd be like, "Shush, don't tell my secrets." tell my secrets is because he was building himself to get to that point of doing exactly what his name said he was and showcasing his identity but for him to get to the point where he was so convinced about his identity it took sitting down with the things that have been said about him and that is why he was tempted because if he had been completely aware all his life then he would have been it would have been said that jesus was tempted at several points in times in this journey but he was tempted once it's because at that particular point in time he had realized what i need to do and who i am who i am and what i need to do and so the story that is behind this man jesus is very interesting it's very interesting now, being like I said, being born in the faith makes it look like oh, it's just one of those things, but it's so important for us to sit down and actually look at the life of Jesus because the life of Jesus is to showcase to us what He came to do and who He is. It goes beyond just oh, the person that is far away that came on action of God. No, there was a There was an identity that he was embodying, being the son of man, that was also the son of God. And that is exactly what he wanted us to see. He wanted us to be able to see that now, I came here in this form because you all are in a standard that is not the standard that is accepted for man. I want to show you that I'm a part of you guys, but I want to also show you that you can be much more than where you are at. And that is why they could say, Yes, He is Jesus and He's also Christ. He's Jesus and He's also Christ, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And so, in your contemplations, like, it's very interesting sometimes we forget that like he literally did what his name said he was going to do and he literally did what had been spoken of him we know jesus he said that and he did this when the bible like is you're reading the the gospels different parts of the gospels because they had time to reflect, time had passed when they put together those Gospels, they said that, oh. and Jesus said these things so that they would think this way. And Jesus did this so that they would think this way, did that so that they will would, would behave or believe in a particular way. Yeah. They had now had time to reflect on who he was and the continuation of what he was supposed to do, even to us. And so people of God, I'm asking you this question again, just like Jesus. If you went that day, and even now, if you didn't know, or even as you know all that you know about Jesus. If Jesus were to come to ask you, Who am I? What would be your answer? How would you actually answer this? Will you be like the other disciples saying, okay, this, 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 this. And let me tell you how it can be possible for you to do that. Because you'd be speaking from just your experience but not actually hitting the nail on the head on who Jesus actually is. And so today, I throw this question to you again. In the midst of all your knowledge, all that you have known about Yeshua or Jesus, what is the real identity of Jesus? And have you found and experienced that identity? if not it's never too late and if you are still in the process of experiencing this could have been your journey the bible especially the new testament even some parts of the old testament is to help you guide you in that journey because the moment you're able to find for yourself who he is it will change your life forever Cause look at this. The moment Peter was able to utter, "This is who you are," yeah, it's like, no, there's something different with you. And on the basis of that thing, just because you've been able to see it, because you've been able to find out who I am, this is going to be built on you. And whatever happens, whatever you pass through, you will never get to the point where hell will prevail over you. That's crazy. And so we all need to. come. Our point will come to the point where we realize who Jesus is, what it means for him to be called Yeshua, his real identity. God bless you so much for listening to today's episode on the Zoe Life Podcast, also known as the Life of the Kingdom, the Zoe Life Podcast. And once again, I am your host, Tiffany Zoe. If there's any questions about this episode, please is a bit technical. Please, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Let's get interactive. Reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, the way Live podcast page. Just let's get talking, guys. God bless you for listening. Cheers and chill.